Well, hello there. Welcome. It's so good to see you. Today, I want to talk about a very important topic we picked up from last week. The two things that really hold you back in your Christian faith and your spiritual growth. And we encounter all of them, each and every one of us. I want you to really tune in and listen to those because I think it's really going to help you grow in your spiritual journey, in your faith, in the things of God. So let's talk about this right after the music. Welcome to the Heal the Healers podcast, where we explore the intersection of faith and medicine, discover your God-given potential, and experience Christ's healing in the midst of medical burnout. I'm your host, Inga Hoffman, a pediatric hemog doc, physician coach, and follower of Jesus. Together, we will navigate the challenges of medicine, integrate faith into our personal and professional lives, experience spiritual renewal, and find restoration in Christ. Welcome to the Heal the Healers, where Christ heals one physician and one patient at a time. Well, welcome back to another episode of Heal the Healers. I'm Inga Hoffman, your host. I'm a pediatric oncologist, a hematologist, and really passionate about the things of Christ. I'm passionate about helping other physicians bring back their faith and integrate it into their life as a physician in full force. And last week, we talked about the topic of really getting serious with God, getting back into your spiritual growth, but in taking the things of God serious. So if you have not listened to that episode, it was a little bold and hopefully encouraged, but also ruffled some feathers in a good way. And this week, I want to really pick up on that. And I want to talk about two forces that are usually competing against our spiritual growth. So there's two things that each and every one of us faces or battles that stand in the way of growing in the things of God in our faith and developing as a mature Christian physician. And this is going to be critical. And I think when we are aware of things, they really help us to then grow and take them, push those obstacles to the side so we can really step forward into growth. Now, before I go into all the details, I want to thank you, number one, for tuning in and listening. Really appreciate it. Also, if you could do me a favor, just subscribe to the show and then share it with others. If you're watching on YouTube, give me a thumbs up. That really helps visibility to others. Share it with other friends and colleagues via the link sharing. And if you're listening on the podcast episode, also, yeah, you leave a review that would really help and sharing it with your friends. Thank you so much. Remember, you can follow on YouTube, on Facebook, on any podcast platform, and we bring the episode to you. So without further ado, just jump into today's episode to talk about these two competing forces that are competing directly with your spiritual growth. And this is kind of a funny story how this came up, honestly, because a couple of weeks ago, I was standing in my kitchen and I was doing some cleaning and, and just scrubbing the counters and those kind of things. And sometimes when I'm by myself and I do these physical things, sometimes I start praying. I pray for people. I pray. I talk to God and what is in my mind. 
what is in my heart. And I was really grieved a bit over what I shared actually last week, that we have gotten so far away. We drifted so much from the things of God. And I'm like, God, why? And I just groaned in it. And, and suddenly, I cannot explain it any other ways. These words just spilled out to me and really gave me revelation about the two core things that are in our way to grow in our spiritual journey in the things of God. And I want to share those with you today. Now, some of them, you might be like, well, that's not surprising, but I want you to listen with a fresh eye and really get it into your mind, not only here in your head, into your intellectual brain, but also in your heart and really let it be a revelation to you and your personal life so that you can say, Lord, I recognize this pattern, but help me now to make changes because I'm not here to entertain you. This is not for entertainment purposes. If it entertains you, great. But that's not really the goal. The goal is, though, that you take a piece and now say, I'm going to take that piece of knowledge, that awareness, that revelation I got, and then I'm going to apply it to my life in a fresh new way with the help of the Lord. Thank you. So, and what a blessing. Number one, the key part, the first one, that stands in our way to really grow in the things of God in his understanding, in our relationship, that's the most important part with God, is our unwillingness to sacrifice our time. And that is so key. You might say, Inga, yeah, like, da, I'm a busy physician. I'm always strapped for time. And we always feel pressured for time, right? If you are a mom like me, you're running out, you know, in the morning trying to get the kids ready, then you have to get yourself ready. You might be rushing back from work to pick up your kids from school or from preschool or whatever. You might be rushing in clinic from patient to patient. Nothing ever runs on time. We are always pressed for time. And guess what? That has always been this way. This will always be this way because we are just busy people in the world tends to just run this way. Nobody is usually sitting there, especially in our profession, sipping Pima colladas on the beach. Well, maybe there's a few people, but in general, we are also high achievers, high accomplished people. We tend to run a faster pace than many others in life. So yes, we are always busy, but oftentimes you have to ask yourself, busy with what? They're good things to be busy with, but sometimes we make all other things priority and they take priority in our life and therefore take over our schedule. I always tell my coaching clients, I coach academic physicians and have done that for years. And I often say, I can tell what your priorities are by looking at your schedule, what you do each day or what you give time to. And that usually is a telltale sign what is actually important. And there is a lot of things we do every day that maybe are not that critical. Yes, you need to take care of your family. Yes, you need to take care of your patients. Yes, you should do your work with excellence up unto the Lord. But there are many things you and I know that we are doing that really we could, we could save some time, right? But it is often that unwillingness to sacrifice time 
that unwillingness to be a little bit inconvenienced to maybe say, okay, it is not convenient right now to study the Bible. It is not convenient for me to go on to church on Sunday because I'm tired and I need to take a nap. It is not convenient to host or attend a small group because I've been working all week. It is not convenient to show up to the prayer meeting, but it is an essential requirement. You spend the time with God in whatever fashion to act and get into community with other believers to actually grow in the things and the knowledge of God. So we are often not willing to give up those things. And there's plenty of things we all do. May I just point to this lovely device called a phone? And I bet you, if you would look at your social media and your Twitter account and how long you're scrolling on there and posting or commenting on stupid stuff or just scrolling, I've, I, I do that too. I'm like, catch myself. I actually, the other day, I was like, gone are the apps because I'm, I'm catching myself wasting time that I could spend in prayer or resting or with my family or doing something productive. So it is our unwillingness to sacrifice time and be inconvenienced in this way. And that is very bold statement. I know can hear me in the right context. I'm not saying abandoning your patients or your families, but I am saying reevaluate carefully where you actually spend your time and let's be honest where we spend it. And isn't there honestly some things on your schedule or in happening every day that are purely a waste of time? So and then that is where we need to make some sacrifices to actually invest that into our spiritual growth. So that is really, really important. Now I'm going to peek at my notes to make sure I'm not missing anything else. Oh, yeah, that one other key thought. The Bible talks about our life is we're pouring it out like an offering to the Lord. And I would challenge myself and you are we pouring our lives out as a sacrificial offering our entire lives? That means there is a sacrifice and an offering. There is usually an inconvenience. That might mean you're going to give up some time. Maybe that might mean you got to give up some social activities or shipping your kids around to all different social and sports activities because everybody else is doing it, but then you don't have time to actually get quiet before the Lord. And I see way too many parents being too busy with all sorts of kids' activities and all sorts of things. They don't have a time to sit as a family, to have dinner together, to fellowship together, to read the word, to even have a conversation together. And we just got busy and distracted with multiple agendas and schedules versus focusing on what is really important. And I think our society has been so entrenched in that 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 becomes the norm, but really it is hurting us to the core. So let your life be an outpouring, an offering to God in your time, in all sacrifices. Yeah, it's your money, it's your talent, but it's also your time. And let that sink in and really pray over that and let the Lord show you where you are taking time and things that he wants you to sacrifice and put back into him. Now, the second one where we are often unwilling and that stands in our way is our unwillingness to be uncomfortable. 
We like to hold on to those way familiar things of God that we grew up with, maybe. I didn't grow up in a Christian household per se. I became a Christian during high school. And what you learn in the early days when you become a believer, right? That's a bit entrenched in you. There has to be a lot of learning and layered learning and unlearning and revelation to understand that not everything that I believed, and this still happens to this day, is perhaps scripturally accurate. Perhaps I have picked up some teaching from others that was a misapplied scripture. And perhaps I have not been willing to sacrifice my time to go back to the scripture and actually read. A lot of times I find people, this goes back to time and a little bit to this point, to do kind of secondhand learning. It's great to learn from other people. Don't get me wrong. But if you never read the scriptures for yourself and you always read them secondhand from other people, if the only person who is feeding you is their pastor in the sermon, something is wrong. And he would probably tell you that if he is a good pastor, right? He would tell you, Where, where's the reading of your word? So often we get uncomfortable in the things as we're getting stretched in any growth. And again, I'm telling my coaching clients all the time, right? If you want to grow in your personal development, in academia, in, in your career, in your skills, you're going to be uncomfortable at times, right? There is this quote that I picked up a long time ago as a coach that I learned from my mentors, right? Nothing ever happens in the comfort zone. There is nothing that you learn new. There is nothing new that you gain from staying in that comfort zone. You will always be comfortable, but never make a leap of faith or move forward in life. And that is how many questions live their life. Let me just stay to what is comfortable, what seems like a good fit but never be challenged in their faith or in what they really truly believe. And in fact, often what happens is that, especially I, I hear our pastor explains this really well, but with children and teenagers, we have so adapted just what they learned that they never thought about themselves. And once you grow up and you go to college and have enter real life and people challenge you or life challenges you, it all falls apart because it doesn't have any substance. But substance in growing in faith comes from our unwillingness to be uncomfortable and be confronted by God and say, here's what I need you to do. So we think we understand God when in, in fact we don't. I heard this wonderful quote at a conference, and I'm not sure if that person came up with it, but I found it very profound, so I want to share it. And he said in his talk, this minister, we are way too comfortable with a God we never knew. And I thought that was a very profound quote that really kind of rattled my cage and was like, wow, I think I know God. I think I know how he acts. Yes, the Bible tells us all about his character and, how, and, and his ways, but there is still so much we don't understand, especially when we're kind of living in the real world with feet on the ground and, and we're struggling with day in to out in the hospital. We think we have understanding when we don't. So, but the Lord wants us to be stretched in all faith, right? When you look at Jesus's ministry, what he did while he was ministering on the earth and living his example to us, guess what? He stretched and challenged people, made them uncomfortable left and right. His disciples, the Pharisees, the people, yet 
people were attracted. They were like, what's going on here? And I want to encourage you to not be too comfortable. Do not think you have figured it all out and you think you know what you're talking about. There is always room to grow. There is always room for you and me to grow more about God, to understand more. Every time I read the Bible, the more I read, the more I learn, and the more my faith is stretched. Because sometimes we make assumptions about certain things that actually are not true. Or perhaps we had a misunderstanding about Scripture. And only when we spend time with God and are open that we will actually have a revelation that, whoopsie, I didn't really get that quite right. And the last thing that comes to mind is we often want, we want to see a move of God, right? We were hungry. We hear these testimonies from other people and we are hungry to, to have a testimony like that where God did a wonderful way, thing in our life. I don't know, maybe a healing or maybe even a miracle or maybe just a, a daily kind of activity where something happens in your life and he's asking you to do something that makes you uncomfortable. I give you a very basic example. And actually, this happened to me just a few days ago last weekend. I love praying for people. I wasn't always like this. But now I, I love praying for people. I do that at church. I do that, you know, through my ministry. And so, but I don't pray very often in public. Yes, I prayed for patients. And you heard testimonies on that on this very show in the earlier episodes. I even train and teach you a little bit how to think about practicing prayer and where you can apply it. So, but even I need to be still stretched. And I remember I was going to Whole Foods last weekend and I guess I was on a spiritual high, so to speak, like I was listening to a lot of sermons when I am not, when I'm doing, you know, driving around or doing something in the household, like cleaning or doing the laundry. I always listen to something spiritual or sometimes I'm quiet and I pray out loud. But in this instance, I went to Whole Foods. I was kind of already on like, you know, the Lord is so good. And there stops a lady. I actually was ready to go into the store. I forgot my wallet. So I go back into my car, grab my wallet, and boop, I pop out of my car. And there stands a lady with her car who needed help. And in the past, in fact, a week earlier, a similar situation happened. And I just passed by, you know. One of those things where you're like, oh, maybe they're, they're just asking for money. And sometimes you have to use your discernment for sure. I'm not saying, you know, help everybody that comes along where you feel like something is off here. But I was prompted in an instant in my spirit to stop and pray for this lady and, and help her. Now, I actually didn't have much cash in my, I had like a few coins. And, and she was telling me the story and who knows whether the Lord knows whether it's true. It doesn't actually matter. But I felt prompted to, number one, stop and actually engage with her, which is uncomfortable, right? We rather just walk straight by, you know, head and, and face forward and, and go and get my tasks done and go shopping at Whole Foods. But I felt prompted to stop. So I did, which, you know, is uncomfortable. Was actually we're standing in the middle of the parking lot and kind of causing a blockage there and she tells me a story I give her the little I have and then I was like I really need to pray for her and I was like lady what's your name can I pray for you can I lay hands on you and pray for you and I prayed right there in the parking lot now I'm telling you this not to say wow I'm so awesome no usually I don't do this this was a baby step example how God can show up in an instant in your daily life while you're doing and going about your daily business 
and he prompts you to do something that is uncomfortable. And I have no idea what happened with that lady. That's, that's between God and her. But I was obedient in the moment and being uncomfortable. And that's the point I want to make. It might be these little things. You might be prompted in clinic to pray for somebody. Maybe God is showing you things in a new way. Maybe you are opened up to think about scripture in a new, fresh way. Maybe there are new people coming to your life that teaching you in a fresh, new way. And you might be a little bit uncomfortable. You might be uncomfortable with some people, the way they look, the way they speak, the way they dress, because it's a bit different than your church religious style. But I want to caution you to not always go and dismiss it, but actually say, Lord, what am I supposed to do here? Because there might be people coming into your life that entering your life that make you utterly uncomfortable, but God sent them to do just that, to challenge you in a new way. Now, obviously, hear me on this, you, you pray over it, right? But you hear, if you feel the Holy Spirit is telling you, you know, listen, pause, do this. Don't dismiss it because you're getting a bit too uncomfortable because you don't like how the person talks or dresses. And I'm not talking about inappropriate stuff. But, you know, we, we are all very attached to our religious styles. May I just say that? And I think it's time to let go of that and say, let's, we are not doing religion here. We are not doing a religious club here. We are trying to understand and gain knowledge of God and get into a deeper relationship. And guess what? That will be utterly uncomfortable. Read every story in the New Testament and the Old Testament, particularly a lot of what God asked to do his people or what he asked from some of the prophets or what they did and asked of the people were utterly bizarre and uncomfortable. Now, imagine if everybody just would have said, oh, well, that's a little weird. I'm not going to do that. Right? What would happen? And I would challenge each and every one of us Let's not be so quick to judge how God will show up in your life. Let's not be so quick to judge what is right or wrong as long as it is biblical. Now, you always go back to the word and say, does it match scripture? And what does the Holy Spirit tell me? But be careful that you know, is it the Holy Spirit? And I always have to learn that too. Like, is it the Holy Spirit or is it just my flesh? Is it the Holy Spirit or is it actually the enemy giving me some bad thoughts here and trying to cause division and dis disperse anger or whatever or judgment? Or is it actually God pointing something out to me? So I encourage you, sacrifice your time. Look where you can let God point out where you need to give up something, where you can fill some of your time with his glory, with time with him. And number two, be willing to be uncomfortable. If you want to grow in any way, get to know the Lord more. You need those two things. Sacrifice your time and be absolutely willing to be absolutely, utterly uncomfortable. And I promise, well, I shouldn't promise anything, but I really believe that God will honor that as long as we do it again in an honorable way, reading the word, in prayer, listening to the Holy Spirit. We can never go wrong with that. So with that, I hope you were blessed. Again, make sure you follow us on YouTube, etc. Subscribe to the show. Also, if you would say, wow, I really love this kind of instruction and teaching and I want to learn more, then get on the wait list for the Heal the Healers Mentorship Program, which is a Christian physician mentorship program 
to fully equip and train you in having spiritual growth, discipleship, learn about spiritual discipline, these things we're talking about right here on a much deeper level where you have accountability and people around you that encourage you, as well as learning about how does it look like to lead as Jesus does in your own life as well as a physician. And what does the Bible say about healing so that we can really integrate all that we are as Christian physicians, as son and daughters of the Most High into our daily lives, wherever God has planted us. So scan the QR code you can get on the wait list when I open the program again, probably in the spring. I would love to welcome you. This way we can stay in touch. And also I will send you weekly encouragement, number one, about this podcast and YouTube channel for new episodes, but I also send out a weekly dose of encouragement, things that I'm usually chewing on in my faith, things that God reveals to me or that I'm learning. I share them. Sometimes they will be encouraging something that will be strengthening you. Sometimes that will be challenging you as I go through the same motions. I will pass them on to you. So I hope this blessed you. Have a wonderful day and talk to you soon. My prayer is that you were encouraged, strengthened, and perhaps even convicted with this episode today. If this podcast has blessed you, would you help share it with your friends and colleagues and even share it on social media? Also, leave us a review on the podcast platform where you are listening to this content. It would help us a lot. Together, we can share the good news of Jesus and transform medicine, one physician, and one patient at a time. Have a great day. God bless.